Yeah, just watch out for that. Creek, <laughs> yeah. So, hello, welcome yes. to BC is Creepy. I'm Ariel Hansen. And I'm Topher Graham, and we have something special here today. Yes, special guest. <laughs> Do you want to introduce yourself? Hi, I'm Emma Eldridge. Woo! Ooh, I have a spooky name for Spooky BC. Emma is one of the local burlesque producers and regular podcasters and... I'd say irregular. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, Oscillum seems to come out monthly. Well, that's monthly, that's... yeah. Although I missed last month, I will say. I noticed. But yeah, the, I, I do another one with uh, Dark Entries with Gidget Gravedigger. And she, yeah. Her schedule's a little more hectic. Yeah. So, and she likes to edit that one, so sometimes she forgets. Ah, uh, yeah. 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 But yeah, so today... Topher and I got to take a break because Emma has brought a topic of her own. <laughs> I have, yeah, because uh, you guys, you contacted me very yeah. nicely, invited me to be on the podcast. I was very excited. And you asked if I knew anything about weird occult shit in yeah. British Columbia. Well, um, like, do you want to talk about yourself a bit before we get into uh, this? Sure. Uh, so yeah. my podcast is Oscar Manfame, and it is a podcast about the occult. Uh, I have people on... And we get drunk and just talk about various magic topics. I have been studying magic in the occult for, oh my gosh, over 20 years now. So, it's <laughs> a long time. I'm old. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's all so, relative. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I started when I was a teenager. So, yeah. you know, like, I think everybody had that phase. But my phase just never ended. So I will say, having yeah. listened to your podcast, I really enjoyed hearing about, like, your teenage oh my God. witch stuff. It was the worst. I yeah, just liked using your stuff on parlor tricks. <laughs> Like, super cool. <laughs> yeah, I have, a, I have a vast collection of weird shit. So, although not as much as I used to when we moved, I had to call. But yeah, we, yeah. you've got a collection we can aspire to. Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, that's kind of my air, my main area of interest in life in general. So yeah, you guys asked me if there was anything weird in BC, and I thought, oh god, I don't really think there is. <laughs> and I sat there for a little while because uh, British Columbia has a lot of a lot of pagan groups and stuff. Yeah, because you know it's it's very lots of hippies. Yes. In British Columbia. Oh, so you're gonna find oh, exactly. It's like you go to Van- like Vancouver Island. I think is supposed to have like some like I think it's like the most pagans in Canada. It's the most hunted it's all on city. Vancouver Island. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so everyone's like, let's go to the spooky area. It's I don't remember many pagans growing up. <laughs> it's probably one of those things where it's hard. Either they advertise a lot or never at all. Yeah. I feel like if you know what to look for, you're like, oh yeah. Yeah. On well, my last one. trip, I saw this like elderly lady in like one of those electric carts and it was all black and it had a pentagram and <laughs> black roses it was like the sweetest old witch she, lady she's just going to black mass on her little <laughs> scooter yeah. Just scooting around. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no, I guess none of my friends came out as pagan while I lived there. <laughs> and then <You> later. <laughs> but yeah, it's definitely, and Vancouver, of course, has had lots of, you know, students at UBC and stuff mm-hmm. like that so over the years, so there's definitely sort of like that sort of 60s vibe. Discovering yourself. Exactly, the goddess movement. Like, um, Banyan Books in Vancouver has been around since oh, my yeah. dad lived in Vancouver, like, back in the 70s, so. Yeah, we get our incense there. It's a good place to go, honestly. Yeah. Although there's one place uh, over on Main Street. I th- yeah, it's Main? We're no, on it's Main. Com- no, it's not Main. Excuse me, it's commercial. Ah. Uh-huh. Uh, oh! It's Abraham's. I think I've been, I've been there. there. Yeah, it's good if you want hoodoo supplies. It's crap if you want, like, books. 
Cause I got like oils from there. Yeah. And candles I go there a lot for. It's very nice for that kind of stuff. I remember Colin and I were getting gas once and I was looking across the street. I can't, I'm not sure. It might have been commercial. No, it wouldn't. Victoria Drive. Okay. And right across the street there was like a place that said something something meat shop or something like that. Oh. But it had like animal skulls and stuff like that and looking at it from across the street I was like that does not look like a butcher shop <laughs> you kind of want to go in but you also kind of yeah. stare too you're like what will I be able to leave if I yeah. go in are the Texas is there secret shit that I will learn yeah. that I can't unlearn it can't smell very never, good in there oh, right you never know because yeah we um so this is a bit of a tangent not about Vancouver so feel free to cut this that is okay but uh when we went to New Orleans we kind of wandered into a, one of those little places where it, yeah. like, it, d- it didn't look like the outside you couldn't really tell what it was and then you could see there was like bones so of course we went in and yeah it was like a, it was like a little voodoo shop but really like scuzzy dirty therefore probably authentic yeah. very nice people working yeah. there it was like this ancient black guy and then this like goth lady of course <laughs> so yeah they're yeah. very friendly <laughs> sound about right yeah so vancouver does have at least currently and throughout the years there's definitely been you know a scene so to speak but not really anything super exciting yeah. it's not like where you like have someone who's like a notorious witch like if you go to like i think it's new zealand that rosaline norton's from or you know if you go to england of course there's like a million you know you can go to the british museum and see john d's shit but yeah i can swear on this right oh okay <laughs> oh we are marked <laughs> as like, wait a minute wait a We're minute marked as okay good i was like i thought i heard you guys swear about it just making sure um but yeah so I didn't really think that we had anything like that and then of course I went on the internet and actually looked it up and there's been a lot of cults in Vancouver well, not in Vancouver just in British Columbia in general you'll have to tell tell me after this about some more cults yeah uh, for topics for topics yeah because they've wait, already done Brother couple, 12 which so. is so exciting because yeah. that shit is off the rails but I know out in the uh, out in the Okanagan there's like weird like Dukabor uh, hmm. sort of settlements and stuff like that so there's some weird shit going on there but cults do well in British Columbia it seems BC is creepy Exactly. <laughs> I don't know if it was the weather or what. Uh, but the other thing that I found is there was a dude called Charles Stanfield Jones, aka Freighter Akkad, uh, 1886 to 1950. So Ooh. actually, relative like relatively recently, he was still alive. Yeah. So uh, and this kind of blew my hair back because I'm sure you guys both know about the infamous occultist Aleister Crowley. Yes, I do. Yeah. He's the weirdo. Yeah. <laughs> like. <laughs> Trust fund kid oh running Don't around. Don't you just Europe. wish that you were a trust fund kid in <laughs> yes. England back in the yes. day? Like, oh my, I, I would am. be exactly like Alex. <laughs> 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 I was a dude. I'd be like, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, but uh, there is a connection. There's there's a Crowley connection to British Columbia, and I was Whoa, like, Whoa, that yeah, that sounds worthy of. So it's creepy BBC. Yeah, I mean it's gonna start in England, of course. Yeah, but so. we but Brother Twelve started in England too. So uh, so. Yeah, there's something about England. I don't they know. They like to come here and cause shit. Yeah, and just do weird shit. Like get I don't rid know, of man. The, get rid of some of the weird ones. You just over send here. them yeah. send them yeah. overseas. So uh, he was born in London and he became an accountant, which I guess was extraordinarily boring because back in the day, uh, Crowley used to put out like these. Um, not quite pamphlets, but I guess like newsletters. 
yeah. kind of thing. So I guess he was reading them and he saw, <laughs> like, <laughs> hey, I can join. Uh, Crowley had like this group, it's called the, the AA, with these dippy oh. little dots, which people <laughs> argue about what it stands for. I think the most commonly referred to is the Argentium Astrum. Rather than Addicts Anonymous. Yeah, which I think would have been better considering <laughs> how you wound up. But it might have helped. Yeah, not, really, yeah. like, not really one for moderation, she said as she drank. Yeah, which I, I brought the bottle. <laughs> nice. <laughs> uh, so yeah, he basically read this thing and went, yeah, that sounds great. Went, joined mm-hmm. up. He was the 20th person to join. And uh, he wasn't, I think it was, there was really supposed to be a certain number of people. And then some guy dropped out and he went in and, oh no, wait, that's wrong. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you love it when you're like, yeah, that's, no, yeah, no, 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 no. Um, I mean, is it like Jehovah's Witnesses? There's only kind so of, much room Well, in there's, there's, there's a... The afterlife, but we got to keep expanding <laughs> that number as we get more but members. Yeah, more and more and more. Uh, yeah, he was like the 20th, of the 20th person to join. And excuse me, it was his superior who dropped out, um, which meant that Crowley took over as his superior because I don't know how much you guys know about magical lodges, but or do you know about the Freemasons not, or anything? Not a ton. We we looked a little bit into because um, of Brother Twelve the what was it called? Um, Theos- Theosophy, Theosophy yeah. Society. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. it's the same kind of thing where there's grades, right? So okay. it's just like you'll have like, you know, you're, if you're fresh in, you're like a certain level and then you keep going and going and going. Move up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, like mar- Or martial arts. Yeah. <laughs> you beat belt. people up until you get this belt. Except it sounds even stupider. Like, yes. if you ever, if you ever really want to have a giggle, yeah, like go look at the grades in like the Order of the Golden Dawn or Theosophy or anything because they always have like these hilarious descriptions of what it is because it'll be like oh like you're an adept outer court and that means that you have I don't know like achieved the conversation with your holy guardian angel but then if you're uh, like the same thing but the inner court then it means that you've oh I don't then it's I think he's like oh you know I can't remember what it is in fact I think there's probably notes in my notes about it so we'll just, I'll just keep going yeah. um so the thing about this society that he joined is that you only know officially the people who are directly above you and below you in rank. So if you're fresh and your superior is Aleister Crowley, that's the only dude you know. (laughs) So... It just so seems like a really like... bad setup, right? <laughs> yeah. You're just like, mm, is there an order? Yeah. <laughs> You're just, just meeting in guy. his basement, just like, yeah. okay, Uncle Touchy. Uh, <laughs> oh. so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Power choked on this morning. Yeah. Uh, so he started working under him. Everything was going pretty well. Oh, actually, yeah, that bullshit I was just talking about. Yes. Uh, in the AA, to achieve a certain um, level, you have to ha- attain the knowledge and conversation of your holy guardian angel which again I don't know if this is anything you guys have heard of but is it like a real guardian angel or a non-physical it's your true self yeah it's basically like it's like a six month I think at least ritual and yeah you're supposed to eventually figure out your you achieve this knowledge and conversation with your kind of like your ideal self and you discover your life's purpose Oh, that sounds nice. And most of the reason I bring this <laughs> yeah. up is there's actually a really bitchin' horror movie about it. Oh. It's called A Dark Song. It's a okay. British one. And it's it's not the real um, yeah. fucking ritual because that would be really, really boring. Also that, but, like... Would take six months. And well, they take six months in the movie. It's ridiculous. It's like they're they're uh, locked in this house. To, it's like this weird ginger British occultist and this lady who's lost a child. And they're locked in this house together for hmm. like a year. 
It's ridiculous. Also, as a filmmaker, I'm just kind of... As much as I'm very <laughs> skeptical, I wouldn't want to use a real ritual in any of my films. Just in case. Just in I case. I totally would. <laughs> yeah, because the... Um, you're, you say I'm going to get haunted, you're the one who's going to get haunted. Yeah, wait a minute. Are you, are you one who staged before like, the first yeah. episode? <laughs> yeah, I did that for real. Oh. But like, Madre de Dios, they put up like real fertility spells and wow, really? warned everybody. And you're like, look, <laughs> if anyone gets get knocked pregnant. <laughs> just like just use say. protection but oh not this protection <laughs> yeah no in relaxing rituals i made everything up yeah you know i mean honestly that's probably a better idea especially with this one in particular because this is the ritual that got interrupted at bolskine house in scotland when crowley did it and then after he left and he fucked off to like paris or something mid-ritual <laughs> and then after that apparently bolskine house was like massively haunted forever like when jimmy page bought it and everything was mostly still super haunted until the day it finally burnt down a couple years ago oh and crowley's life went to shit after that so i'm just saying that yeah i think ariel might be on the right track yeah <laughs> Whatever. Don't forget. And at the science one. Yeah. <laughs> Although, I guess, on the other hand, you'll have nerds in the theater going, that's real. <laughs> so, you'll make me happy. <laughs> um, anyway, so you have to do that to get to a certain level. Uh, and then the grade after that, you have to, quote, pass through the abyss. Which is going to become important. Yeah, this is, I know, this is, this is, it's kind of like, I understand the idea behind it is because you talk to your holy guardian angel and then you have to pass through the abyss, which is like the dark night of the soul. It's sort of like a part of the existential journey when you fall into the Exactly. It's like, sort of like a below plane because all of this stuff is always structured on, um, like the tree of life. So it's kind of like these realms that are supposed to exist below. This stuff is always so complicated. I always feel like such an asshole. Be like, no, no, hold on. (laughs) It's ridiculously complicated, which is why I don't go in for ceremonial magic. Um, You just say tree of life and I think Yggdrasil... And yeah, yeah, that would be cooler. At least it's yeah, no, it's the it's you the have co- to go to Niflheim. That, yeah, kind of, because it's, it's the Kabbalistic one, so it's like orderly, but it's the same okay. kind of idea, basically. Uh, and I'm bringing this up for a reason, as you will see. Sweet. So our friend Charles Stansfield Jones, he goes for a certain grade within the order, uh, the Magister grade, in theory, because if he achieves this grade, it means that Crowley can not have that grade anymore and move up even further. Hmm. Basically, they move up together. Yeah, he'd be like, "Look, you're the general manager. Yeah, <laughs> like I will train to become the general manager, and you can go become regional manager." Nice. Yeah, so that's yeah. in theory what he was trying to do. So to do this, he has to do this whole crossing the abyss thing, and he has to take this thing called the oath of the abyss. So he does this, and he goes to Alistair Crowley, and he goes, "Yo, like I took the oath of the abyss," and he's like, "Dude, this is balls out crazy." <laughs> <Not really. laughs> Nine months prior to this happening, Crowley had been doing all these sex magic rituals. Uh, That's with, what I've the most it's about. It's a baby. Yeah, with yeah. Sister Hilarion, I guess is her name, also known as Jean, <laughs> Jean Robert Foster. She was a poet. Uh, and they were trying to fuck to make a, to make a kid because they wanted to have this like magical like, yeah. moonchild yeah. bullshit. But it wasn't happening and it wasn't happening. So exactly what you said is that because he takes the oath, he is considered a babe of the abyss. <laughs> <laughs> Which would be an amazing band name, <laughs> Babe of the Abyss. Okay, let's 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 start a psychobilly band. <gasps> yes. Ooh, or a, or a really weird beauty contest would also work. Yeah. Yeah. So you've got your Babe of the Abyss. So yeah, exactly what you said is that Crowley's like, holy shit, you're my baby. <laughs> So he has 
has a son now. A grown son. He doesn't have to do deal with that shit. Not at all. He's just like, you're a grown, weird adult. That's like my dream when I get old is to just adopt a 21-year-old with their own place. And you should you join go. this cult. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. And just be like, hey. Just have my babe of the abyss. Yeah, just be like, you know, now go, go do the grocery shopping for yeah. me. So yeah, that was, uh, that's basically what happened. And he's like, oh my god, you're my son. This is great. And they used to hang out and play with Ouija boards together. There wasn't a whole lot of information about what they did together. But that was oh. the one thing is that apparently they hung out a lot and were like, yeah, this is pretty cool. We should make our own design, which they never did. And I'm kind of sad about but, I mean, because it's Crowley, you can only kind of imagine the things that they did. Yeah, I'm like, well, <laughs> there's probably a lot, a lot of butt of sex. In yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, So they start That's they play with the Ouija boards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> his babe from the abyss. Yeah, his babe from the abyss. <laughs> so they play with the Ouija boards or whatever, and things are going well. And then Jones gets authority from Crowley to begin um, Ordo Templio Ordanius or whatever. I always say it wrong. The OTO initiatory work in Canada. So basically, he's like, uh-huh. look. I'm going to the new world. I'm going to start my mission. Yeah, kind of like, hey, why don't I start having temples in the new world? And Crowley's like, yeah, that sounds boss as hell. So, go to Canada, and they found BC Lodge number one in Vancouver. Not a good name. Mm, Nope. But it's the first one. Yeah, it's, I mean, yeah, I guess we're (laughs) number one. (laughs) So, got it in good old creepy BC. Uh, And then, this is where we get another fun connection. This also blew my hair right back, is that... The British Columbian Lodge is where the original founders of the lodge that was eventually made in California first all went, right? Oh, okay. So they were all initiated in BC's lodge, moved down to California, started their own lodge. And the lodge in California is the one that Jack Parsons yes! was head of in 1942. So that means it's also got Scientology connection. Exactly. It's kind of our fault. <laughs> in a weird, Woo! weird way. So yeah, it's it's we've gone all the way from Aleister Crowley all the way to Jack Parsons. So <laughs> there's a lot of weird magic fucking then, I guess. Yeah. All connected to this between the yeah. babe of the abyss and then the attempted so what you're Scarlet saying Woman shit yes. with Jack Parsons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Magic is real. Yeah. Magic is real and BC is creepy and sexy. Yeah. <laughs> We have historical precedent now. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. So that's that was kind of the big connection that I was like, holy shit, it's kind of like we're this sort of weird umbilical cord between England yeah. and California and the occult scene and I had no idea literally no idea before I started looking it up and then it's pretty nuts um but what happened to Jones well uh he was arrested in 1917 uh in Vancouver for behaving erratically huh I wonder (laughs) (laughs) man did our police really do something uh right I mean it doesn't doesn't sound like it ended very well for me it sounds like with most magicians he died like poor and alone and shitty uh Kenneth Grant apparently says that when Jones, he returned to Vancouver again in 1930 and doesn't really say where he went, but I guess he was arrested in 1917 and then fucked off somewhere. Came back in 1930 and apparently he was one, he showed up in the city with just a raincoat on and then threw it off and wandered around the city nude. I was gonna say, was he naked yeah, he under was the raincoat? Completely yes. naked and he was wandering <laughs> the city as some kind of magic ritual. So just like walking around, dick to the wind. <laughs> And yeah, then eventually it he really is the son of Alistair Crowley. Right? Yeah. And eventually he was caught and committed. Aww. This is very possible the story is not true. Yeah. But it's a great legend, regardless, because Yeah. 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 I mean, there's really no better way 
<laughs> to end up. Yeah, for yeah. Uh, which to end up. Exactly. Or not, a magician. Yeah, like, I would, whatever. I don't Same know. deal. Same deal. Okay. I, don't, I don't get mad about it. Nomenclature. Yeah, people magician. care too much. Yeah, but that's, yeah, that's that's the story then there of our buddy. That's an incredible wow. story. Charles Stansfield Jones, a.k.a. Freighter Ockhead. Freighter Ockhead. You always get to pick a dippy name. That's... <laughs> I have heard... <laughs> Things. You get some very interesting, interesting names. So yeah, so, yeah. That's uh, that's what I discovered about Oak Hole, BC. Yeah, that's pretty good. That's like pretty much as big as we could have expected. Yeah, it's it's, on, it's honestly more than I was expecting because I was kind of like, yeah. ah, there's probably nothing really. I mean, there's always the usual kind of weird shit that's not as exciting. Like, oh, there was a some kind of weird coven in the Lower Mainland, and it turned out that you yeah. know it was run by perverts. And you're like, yeah, well, that's not. <laughs> That happens a lot. Yeah. Yeah, and mostly just urban legends. Like, uh, as you know, I'm from the Lower Mainland, and there used to be rumors all the time about, like, Satanists and cultists living out in the middle of nowhere. Well, I mean, we still have some time. Do you know some of those rumors? I do. Uh, There was... What was called the KKK house outside, uh, in between Abbotsford and Chilliwack. Oh, the KKK. The KKK house. Yeah, but the thing is, the weird thing was, though, you never heard about anyone from the KKK being in there. It was just that's what it was called. I don't know why, but it was an old um, railroad house. Yeah. And they said that there was a bunch of cultists who lived there. Okay. Yeah, again, not the same as the KKK, but... The kiss and kill Whatever. Cult. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> and so they would say, like, you know, you can go and you can drive out there and you can see, you know, sometimes you'll see, like, it'll all be lit by candlelight and they're clearly, they'll hear weird music yeah. and stuff like that. So clearly they're worshipping the devil. Uh, and I have a friend and her little sister drove out there once, actually. Oh, Yes. And they went and they drove and they parked the car in front of the infamous house. And this guy came from inside the house with a child's school desk. He walked, to the <laughs> end, he walked to the end of the drive, put it down, and he sat down and folded his hands on top of the desk and just looked at them. Aww. And so they freaked Whoa. the fuck out and they yeah. drove away. And I was like, Kim, he was do you know how many teenagers probably stop in front of their house? Like, I would definitely do the same yeah. thing. I'd be yeah. like, there's another one to these dumb fucking kids. Like, yeah, so let's yeah. do that. But that yeah, that was always one. And then just like any park, there's always like, oh, they're Satanists. Really? All the time. I mean, like, it's the lower mainland. They're very Jesus-y. Huh. I guess so. once you get to the Fraser Valley, it gets really Jesus-y. Exactly. And this was also in the 90s. So it's still satanic prime panic. satanic panic era. Yeah. So. Oh, I we have plans for a certain episode. <laughs> oh, good. I, that's my yeah. favorite topic. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. turns out there's also BC connection for that. Ooh, I think I I know what it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So yeah, that's I think that's about it. Uh, the only other spooky thing that I think that Abbotsford had was the ghost dog, which is not unfortunately related yeah. to anything truly occult. It's just you're a supposed ghost to dog. yeah, you're supposed to hit it with your car and then you'd get out. It wouldn't be there, but that's like the worst ghost. It was the so worst. Sad. It's so sad. It was on this particular road, and the <coughs> thing that killed that was the worst though is that eventually this guy got uh, he wound up in the paper for pulling a gun on a car full of teenagers because he had an actual dog and he lived at the end of the road. So he got sick no. of kids driving down the road, possibly almost hitting his real dog constantly. So he pulled a gun on a bunch of teenagers, which is not the way to handle no, the situation. No. But yeah, that. 
and yeah, no. the legend of the ghost. <laughs> Although I do know a girl who swears she's odd. Sure. Yeah, I sure. think it was a plastic bag. <laughs> <laughs> she swears it was a white dog. So, it's yeah. a real thing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's real. It's real. I saw it. I feel like if it was a ghost dog, it would probably be like a dark dog. Yeah, it was supposed to be white. Yeah. There's people white, like, but there's so it seems so sheep, cheesy. Like, yeah, and like, also just white dogs in general are so rare unless it's like one of those little poop purse things. pooper things. Yeah, 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 yeah. Could so. be like an albino ghost. Yeah, I don't know what kind of dog <laughs> yeah. it was supposed to be. Yeah, there's like, like Great Pyrenees from... or something is a big white one. Yeah. But those are not common. No. no. So, I mean, I guess it's a ghost, so yeah, it's... It can, can be, be whatever, whatever color it wants. wants. It could be blue, but that would be cool. That would be cool. Then you'd be like, "Holy shit, there's a blue dog." You then you'd be like, "It was a ghost." Up. You'd think you were on drugs. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's speaking that's about of blue, it. our wine is blue today. Yeah, <laughs> which is very magical. Yeah, electric blue wine from Naked Grape. Yep. That's pretty crazy. It's like a BC one. Mm-hmm. I got it at the BC liquor store. Well, you have to have a BC wine when you're doing BC is creepy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Obviously. Support yes. local. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Screw Alberta. Yeah. Well, <laughs> what do they have? <laughs> like nothing. Bitumen. <laughs> they have Bigfoot footage, though, apparently. I just saw Really? It. There's like a new Bigfoot video, and it is, oh. I will say, it is much more clearer than I'm used to Bigfoot videos being. That's Ooh. cool. Ooh. Yeah, you can kind of, it does look like fur, so either someone got a really good quality gorilla suit this time yeah. well, you can kind of see a face I was like alright this is pretty impressive yeah I mean I you watched know. alleged Ogopogo footage <gasps> oh the waves and you're like, oh my gosh I love I've been obsessed with sea monsters since I was a child so that episode that you guys did made me very very happy <laughs> yeah. I was like oh my god these are all my favorites <laughs> have you been to Cadboro Bay no, in Victoria you can play on a giant sea monster I want to do that so bad we went to oh. Loch Ness when we were in Scotland. Yeah. Um, so we went to Scotland for a vacation uh, when we were living, in, we being my sister and I, when we were living in Ireland. And we went specifically to Loch Ness because... Yeah. Monsters. Yeah. Of course. And the guest center is the most amazing place in the world. It's so ghetto. Oh, it's got <laughs> mannequins from like 1975 that they have never updated. Yes. It's great. And it's pretty much all about like the ecology of the lock. And then at the end it's like... Is there a monster? Who knows? But, you know, conservation is important, so it's like... <laughs> it's pretty amazing, but I it's still, good. I still can't believe Okopogo was first, though. I know, right? You're just like, yes, we're better. Yeah. I don't know. I know they always say that it's probably... The most likely thing is, like, a big sturgeon or something like that. Because those things are really big and gross. But. Yeah, there's, or at least for Cadbrosaurus, the little, the pipe fish or whatever they yeah. were. Yeah. Those are super cute. Those so are adorable. So you're like, that's what I wanted to be. Yeah, that's, either that or it's like a bunch of, what are they called? Oh my gosh, sea lions. Yes. Swimming yeah, swimming in the, in the line. But that doesn't explain Ogopogo. You know what we should do, actually, yeah. just because yeah. Scotland and Aleister Crowley. I don't know if you knew this, but uh, Bolskine House is at Loch Ness. So Ooh. there was a rash of Nessie sightings. After Crowley did a bunch of magic there. I'm not sure if it was the same operation as before. There you go. Historical precedence magic is real. Yeah. <laughs> so, but that's that's one of the theories. Is, I can't remember the name of the guy now. It's like Doc something. It doesn't matter. But there's this guy who had this theory back in the day that lake monsters exist, but they're not physical creatures. Ooh. That would actually fit with Ogopogo exactly. as well. So what we should do is we should go to Lake Okanagan <laughs> yes. and do a bunch of dangerous magic rituals and see if we get a bunch of Ogopogo sightings after. I love that, it. or we could just go. To the, <laughs> we could literally just go to the beach because Cadbrosaurus is in the street. Oh, could do that. Yeah, yeah. that would actually be even. Better. That'd be 
Faster. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, Take like, a bus, you know? Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's true. That just is, bus that out to Swanson. Yeah, and be like, hey, okay. Well, I feel like the ocean's bigger, so I don't know. If, yeah, it'll probably work the same, though. Right? Just do it on the coast. You get more magic because of the yeah. water. Yeah. 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 No, I think you're right. So that's clearly what we should do is just dangerous magical operations yeah. to try and manifest sea monsters as a, <laughs> as a side effect. So, Elma Eldritch's episode two. <laughs> Field trip episode. Live. <laughs> Yeah, they exercised the lock once too, so I don't know if they ever tried that uh, in BC. Uh, I doubt I don't it. I, don't feel like we're, I feel like we don't have a bunch of weird exorcists in British Columbia. Also, I feel like people are just, they're not scared of the sea creatures. Mm-mm. So. It's like, this is cool, this is neat. Whereas This kid provides tourism. Yeah. They'd get like really mad if they <laughs> exercised the Ogopogo. Yeah. yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, I feel like they'd get mad if you did it at the lock now, but I can't remember when they did it. It was many years ago. Probably like way back. Yeah, when. exactly. Where it was just like, oh, there's a monster, and they're like, get rid of the monster. So Yeah. Christians. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming it was a Christian. For all I know, it could have been like some weird white wizard or some shit. Like Gandalf. Fucking. <laughs> God, Loch Ness. God, monster. Just picturing Ian McKellen. Not even in Gandalf outfit. Just, just hanging like, out. Like, hey. Be gone. <laughs> Goodbye, monster. Drunk. Naked. Yes. <laughs> Patrick Stewart's just watching. <laughs> Taking taking notes. Yeah, like filming it for later with his phone, just like you're gonna be so embarrassed later, Ian. But but not posting it online because no. he's too good of a friend. He's too classy. Yeah. yeah. But showing it to him. Do you think they call each other sir for fun? Like if they're out for coffee, like I hey, really Sir hope Ian, they hey, do. Sir Patrick with they, they better. I mean I would. Definitely. Yeah. At least like when they just greet each other. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. Sir Ian. <laughs> sir. sir Patrick. Yeah, they gotta. Or they go fellow knight. <laughs> <laughs> to make it even like more dorky. Yeah. Imagine being their barista. You're just like, oh, you're like writing yeah. Sir Ian on the cup. <laughs> like, okay, we get it. You have a knighthood. I'd say that's if it's their regular spot. Yeah. If it's just once, then they'll be like, oh my gosh. Yeah, because oh you're, like, you're like, holy shit, it's Patrick Stewart for starters. Yeah. <laughs> or Ian McCall. Either. Both. Both. One's got to come in like after the other. Just mm-hmm. to like up the ante. It'd be pretty amazing. Yeah. This is the world's biggest coincidence. <laughs> Turns out they coordinated yeah, it. Yeah, like definitely. They're ago. like, no, we're, we're meeting. Yeah. yeah. So that's that's about all I could find that was super, super interesting and exciting. Okay. Yeah, otherwise, it's just the same old, same old. So. Do you have any social media you want to plug or anything? Uh, you can find me at emma.eldrich on Instagram. Uh, you can find my podcast, Osculum Infame, either at osculuminfame.podbean.com or on iTunes. You might want to spell that. It's yeah. O S C U L U M I N F A M E. Excellent. Yeah. Uh, you can also find me at Dark Entries. Uh, same thing on Podbean and on iTunes, which is the podcast I do with my sister, Gidget Gravedigger. And that one, we just watch bad horror movies and talk about. My them. favorite. Yeah. I I enjoy it's, that one. It's pretty. It's pretty good. It's it's like I hanging think. out with you guys. Yeah. Just like oh, they're drunk again. <laughs> <laughs> Let's watch this. <laughs> yeah, it's it's pretty bad. We have we have some more fun ones lined up. We want to do yeah. Ghoulies Go to College. Oh, so which <laughs> we're not even starting with the, the this is the third Ghoulies. Dear yeah, there's the first wow. one. The second one's like in a carnival, and then the third one, yeah, they go to college and they can talk. And you're like, this was the worst oh. mistake anyone has oh. ever made. It's a very annoying film. Oh my god, have you seen Basket Case Two? Yes. <laughs> 
And yeah, that's the one with the extended sex scene, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one with this kind of like they sing a lot, or is that the third one? I, think I can't remember. They sing in that one because yeah. it's like the whole the house full. Of... Yeah, and then they go on like a field trip, or is that? I don't they think they go on a field trip. Then that must be but... number three, hmm. which is even more horrifying that there's yeah, because there's yeah. the babies in three. Ugh. From all the puppet fucking. Oh no. Yeah. Oh no. no. Yeah. Yeah. So yes. <laughs> okay. And so before we sign off and stuff, yeah. since we now have a Patreon, Ooh. we actually have three patrons now, so oh. we gotta give some shout-outs. Yay. Yay! So we're giving a shout-out to Colin Bassnet. Cute. Yeah. Recommended playing. And Project Mouthwash. Ooh. Yeah. Those guys are cool. Yeah, yeah. it's all cool people. So shout outs. Shout out. Thank you. Supporting the arts. Yes. And you can also find all of our stuff, Bad Cookie Pictures. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Patreon. Google. Website? Soon, yeah. No, we have a website. Yeah, badcookiepictures.com. Yeah. <laughs> Don't you love when you can't remember? You're like, do yeah. we have a website? <laughs> do we have email? <laughs> yeah, and I'm on everything at, at Hanson's Horror. You can find me as Sneezing Wolf, but... Don't go to my Twitter. Yeah. Why? It sucks. <laughs> you just, you just don't, don't know. Oh, that's right. You don't yeah. update. Yeah. yeah. I'm not on the Twitter, so I don't know. But I do follow you both on Instagram, and it is a riot. And what's your Instagram? Oh, it's just Emma.Eldrich. That's it. Yeah, easy to find me. It's mostly just pictures of my cat. It's cute. Cat. It's the best cat. Yeah, yeah. Oh, actually, there's one more. Th- I forgot just because I did it. Uh, you can also find me um, also on Instagram and uh, Etsy at Generation Hex. Ooh. If you want to pay me Fancy to stuff. read your cards and shit like that. So neat. Yes. <laughs> I'm a bad businesswoman. I never done now. <laughs> but yes, yes, you can pay me for 20 years of shitty occult study. So there you go. Generation <laughs> Hex. Yes. Easy to remember. All right. Well, everyone, stay creepy. <laughs> 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 <laughs>